0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy DJ Square. I'm here with my boy Jeremy. You're now tuned in to one-on-one with Jerm. Oh man, we're back. Episode 112. One-on-one
1: with Jerm, man. I got I got another special guest. I had I had special guests two weeks in a row, but I got another special guest, man. We go back all the way to 2012, 2013. Yeah, a yeah, long time, man. God. My guy, Thomas. A.K.A. DJ Square. I'm going to give him his proper introduction, man. My guy, DJ Square in a building. What's up, my guy?
0: My man, long time no see. Man, it, it started at Nike. Let's just start there. Yeah. We started at Nike. Nike, 2011. Yeah. 2011, I was a, oh my gosh, going into my junior year. The high high school.
1: school, facts. I remember you were still in high
0: year. school. Junior year, high school,
1: 16, 17 years old, ain't no nothing. <laughs> How did you even get in there so young? Man. Cause I, I didn't even, I didn't think they were they were hiring then, you know. I thought they were starting at eighteen.
0: It was crazy. So I applied <coughs> excuse me, I applied so many different jobs. <laughs> like I'm talking like You was over, ready to get out there and make some money. That was it. Like I was just like, I need to make some money. Facts. You know, I was getting ready to graduate, mm-hmm. like a couple of years, and, and wanted to go to college at the time and everything like that. And I was just like, you know what? I went. I applied at Kroger, yeah. Walmart, Target. You know the basics. You of could course, the ones that I would get hired at mm-hmm. McDonald's and water fast burger, food, fast food, all that. You know, like low end, not low end, but you know the jobs. started. yes, yeah, start, yeah. yeah the entry jobs, level, entry Facts. level jobs and i just was like you know what so i went and applied retail nike was one of them zoomies was another Man, zoomies was big I and i was zoomies. that was zoomies the one that was right next to calvin klein yeah. in the outlet mall. yeah and i uh, applied at uh, applied at nike then they had the group interview me dj gabe okay dj was in your interview yep. shout out dj it was dj me dj gabe and um oh my gosh oh my gosh i can't remember the last one But we were the ones That ended up making it Y'all were shining in the group Yeah we were They were all temporary positions Yeah That's what Howard Howard told us They were all temporary positions And then we were the ones That made it Through the six months And everything Mm. And so that's how we all Ended up staying Nike was a great time in life. What a I, time, bro.
1: Man, that, I went, right when you say group interview, I was like, yep, I had the group interview with uh our old uh head guy before he moved to Austin or whatever. I can't man, remember.
0: Man, t- I actually ran into Todd. Yeah, oh,
1: Todd. That's his name. Todd. Todd.
0: Todd is the dude, man. I uh, Todd is
1: that dude.
0: I went to <laughs> the Pasadena store. Yeah. Uh maybe like a year and a half ago. I was just went to go check it out, walk in, and he like Same glasses, everything. I walk up, and I was like, "You remember me?" He was like, "Thomas, what?" (laughs) (laughs) Todd. (laughs) So Todd, Todd was at the Pasadena store, and then, um, so yeah, he's still in Houston, to my knowledge. And then, Gary. Todd lied
1: to me one time. He was like, "Yeah, man, we're bringing the Nike to to the Galleria real, real soon." This was like in two thousand and twelve.
0: He ended up in Memorial City. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, close, and I was
1: like, Todd. when is this store
0: ever going to open? Yeah, it's coming. It's
1: coming. It's coming.
0: It ended up in the Ben Morris. We'll take it. That's yeah, cool. Hey, it's well, nothing it, that we it, didn't it have. Partial of the original gang ended yeah. up going. DJ ended up going. So I love that.
1: Yeah, salute DJ over there, man, making moves. I can't be mad at that uh, one bit, man. Yeah. How'd you get into sneakers, man? We were talking about that outside. I, I was like, man, I got to bring the fresh heat out. Because I was like, no, no, time is coming. Fresh to death.
0: And then I showed up at Nike. <laughs> <laughs> mad. Sneakers had always been a really big thing for me. Uh, my father used to work at a Foot Locker. Okay. Um, in Greenspoint Mall when I was a kid. Yeah. So my dad had all the cool sneakers, all the Pimpins, the Jordans, you know, the Barclays, mm-hmm. everything like that. So whatever my pops would get, I, I would get. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you look back and like pictures of when I was younger, I had Taxi 12s on, Brad 4s. Um, oh, my gosh, like. Last shot, 14, all sorts of stuff, you know? And so, as I got older, um, you know, my mom would take care of that. My dad would take care of that type of stuff. But that's where the whole job thing came in when I got to be about, like, 15, 16 years old. Couldn't really work legally until I was about 16. So, when I moved to my dad's, when I was, I think I was, like, 14, like, 14 or 15, moved to my dad's, I was like, man... I'm not going to ask my dad and them to be buying me, like, $150, $160 exactly. Jordans, like, weekly. And so I was like, I need to figure out some type of way to make some type of money. And I would go knock on my neighbor's doors, like, down the street, yeah. around, a, around the corner, around the block. And whoever let me cut their grass, I was cutting their grass for, like, 25 bucks.
1: Real. 25, I remember them days. Yep,
0: $25, 30 bucks. Yep. if you were on the cul-de-sac. I would bag, I would bag it all, weedy, everything,
1: do everything.
0: Yeah, I was out there doing that
1: too. I remember.
0: I start. I would wake up at like 6:30, 7 in the morning, before the sun would get too hot, mm-hmm. and try to knock to it out. It, yep, and if I had to do it later on, I would wait till about <coughs> maybe like 36.
1: Right go. when that sun about to go down,
0: <laughs> go down. Take my little gallon of water. Little push, push the lawnmower out, down, down the street, wherever I had to go, man. Make you Part, smash your money. The furthest I would go is my grandma's house. She lived like right behind like right behind us. Yeah. And I was like, that was still like a, at least like a 10, 12 minute walk with the lawnmower. Exactly. And all the trash bags and stuff. Yeah.
1: So like you carrying that? You already
0: <laughs> panting. Yeah. Man. I already know. Panting.
1: I already know, panting, man. Panting, man. So you got into sneakers because of Pops. Now, you did hoop. I do remember you was hooping back in high school for a brief,
0: brief, brief, briefly. I do remember
1: you talking about your basketball career.
0: Basketball was, basketball is always my first, like, dream Mm. outside of music. You know, um, my dad played basketball, played semi-pro. Okay. And everything like that.
1: Oh, Pops was real.
0: Yeah, Pops was, Pops was cool. Pops was good with it, man. Yeah. Um, I I got a chance to see him, like you know, in in some leagues. Uh, he had letters he showed me from when he was in high school. My dad went to Wall Trip, so Wall Trip, yeah. My dad was Wall Trip, class of '92. Showed me letters uh, of him getting offers from like UNLV, Kansas, Texas. You know, at the time, and this is when like UNLV was like powerhouse. Oh,
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah, see. for sure.
0: You know, and so getting a chance to see that, you know, and I, you know, I love the game myself. You know, I'm not that good. No, I'm like, you know, <laughs> I love the game and everything like that, man. So that's always been a thing. Kobe Bryant's my all-time favorite player. I grew up watching him. Yeah, um, got a chance to see Michael Jordan, like you know, in those in those years, like the later years, the bro. Wizard
1: years, yeah, the yeah, wizard yeah, yeah, years facts.
0: of his career. But um, getting a chance to watch Kobe was that he was the he was the guy. Yeah, he was the guy. I remember, man. Like I would record like on VCR, bro the games and just watch them and everything like that. So Cubby was always my favorite player. Then the LeBron era came, you know, it's like super dope to see.
1: Yeah, as we got to grow up, we got to, like you said, we got to grow up in those areas. The DTS don't even just realize these were like great areas. We saw them from the beginning. like All the
0: way through. All
1: the way through. That tells you how old we are number one, but still. (laughs) But still, it's just been, it's fun to see their journey and see how they progressed. And to, you know the great superstars that yeah, they that yeah. they are now and were.
0: I legit cried the day Kobe retired.
1: Man, like, I remember watching that game.
0: I legit cried. I was like, "This is actually this is insane." It. Yeah, this is it. It's crazy. There will never be another Kobe Bryant.
1: Kobe for three. Bro, we'll bro, never bro, hear
0: that. Bro, never. that last one when he hit the sixty-one. I was like, "Oh my god,
1: cold." Yeah. I didn't have I didn't know he was gonna go I knew he was gonna try to, you know, go out in style. Yeah. But I didn't think he'd go out like when he that.
0: had when he got up to about thirty six, yeah. I was like, man, bro. He about he to go, go for like, something. He gonna go for like fifty.
1: He dares. Yeah. And he already hot. Yeah. He was because at first he started out, he was cold and then he started to heat up. And then, like you said, once he got into, like, the high 30s, I was like, oh, yeah, he going for something yeah, special. Where
0: he played Utah. Mm-hmm. That was Utah. And mm-hmm. it was just, like, watching, like, the game live. Like, it was like they were running his all his greatest games, like, the whole day. Um, And then they did um, they did the whole, like, ordeal mm-hmm. special of his retirement. And it was cool <coughs> to see all the celebrities, like, Facts. there, like. In, in Jersey, person, yeah. And, like. It was like a soaking big. it in. Yeah. Yeah. That's something eight.
1: that you won't see until LeBron retires, more than likely.
0: Because that was the same day um Golden State
1: broke, broke the, the record. record. Yeah. The for same,
0: 73. Yeah. It was the same day. It was just like they were like, which game's more monumental? I'm like, bro, if anyone says anything other than Kobe Bryant's last game, like
1: you're stupid. Yeah. Because I remember they had to the score in the corner, if I'm not mistaken, at yeah, like the no, Golden the State. Never the yeah, game. they
0: never flipped. Yeah, they never flipped the game. We just saw the highlights. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone knew they were going to win. Like, we, we knew that. We were just like, all right, like, we want to see Kobe's like. We
1: want to see Kobe go out um, in like grand fashion. They
0: could have televised that game on any te- on any network that was not. A Super oh yeah, show, and everyone, everybody would have tuned in. They would have watched if they would have
1: saw that he was going off the way he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, they would have stopped with their. Own. Oh, Kobe's doing this in his last game. Oh, I gotta tune in.
0: Insane. Insane. Well, it
1: was just he was hitting shots that you didn't even think Kobe because you know Kobe was was dealing with injuries and all that. Off down, the Achilles yeah, injury. and he was just hitting shots.
0: It I wasn't was, the same, but you could tell he was gas. Yeah, like, that third quarter, I was like, oh, he's gas. Yeah, he wanted to keep going. So he I was wanted, like,
1: cool. Right, he found he dug deep down inside and found something deep in him, and, yeah. and something just was like, I'm going. Yeah, I'm there. So you moved from Nike, you went to the restaurant industry. Uh-huh. The red Mr. Papados. I was was Papacitos. Papacitos. Yeah, excuse me.
0: I started at uh excuse me. I started at CEDO's. Yeah, gosh. Um 2014. Yeah. Two thousand fourteen. Um started as a server. I had, you know, prior server experience there. Well, um, at a bar, I should say. So I bar you know, at a couple restaurants. So you know how to mix drinks and
1: stuff. Right. Yeah. Mixology. Mixologist. Mixology. Hey.
0: Uh started there. Um was a server. Uh oh my gosh, for like maybe like four or five months. Yeah. Papacitos. Um, uh, my GM at the time, uh, his name's Gonzo. Like a absolute father figure. I still talk to him to this very day. Um Pulled me aside and was just like, hey, what's your, um, you know, how many hours of school do you have? And I was like, I was in college at the time. I was, you know, doing, like, basics and stuff like that at Lone Star. Eventually wanted to go to, you know, U of H, main mm-hmm. campus, you know, study, you know, hotel restaurant management. And I told him at the time, I think I had, like, maybe, like, 26 or, like, 30 hours. And mm. so, like, um, that was, I think, 40 was to get um, your associate's degree or something like that at the time. And so he told me that he saw a lot of potential in me, and he wanted me to go into a higher level in the restaurant industry, which is management. And I was like, yeah, there's no way. Right? <laughs> like, there's no way. <laughs> nah, no. Nah, there's nah. no way you're talking about me. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's different. It's it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, your parents, you know, uplift you, and they see so many different things in you that you don't see in yourself. Right. Or a random stranger who I have only known for, like, four or five months at the time. To
1: see something in me.
0: Yeah, that that hit me, like, a different type of way, you know, between him and I call him my work dad. Patrick, uh, Patrick Anders, is my work dad. You know, they pushed me, and I went into management. I definitely... Saw so many different perspectives in the restaurant industry right. that the average person does not see. I was not the best tipper when I before, prior to working in the restaurants. So mm-hmm. I never really understood the process, like why people would, like actually would sometimes leave like hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, like what, you know? But it's the service when you work in it, and then you see you have to, in a management position, you train in every. Position. So you start as a host, mm. then you work in the buster. And the buster was like, I was like, this is insane that they legit do all of this stuff that people really don't. They don't just clean tables, they clean their dishes here at 6 30 in the morning. Yeah. They come in with the kitchen and <clears throat> sometimes they're there before management. Mm. Management, we would come in at like 6 30, 7 o'clock. The On the floor, as a floor manager, you come in at 8 a.m. Kitchen, buster staff, all at 6.30 in the morning. And so working that, like I'm talking, it's like the most tedious stuff, bro. Like you're cleaning like dumpsters, bro. Like you're like spraying them down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Folding silverware. Yeah. uh, Working in the kitchen hands-on, preparing stuff getting ready for the day. Poppa's is a scratch kitchen, so everything comes from scratch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Except cheese, because I don't have a a cow. Exactly. You know, but seeing all of that and, you know, that that gave me a whole new appreciation of that position. And then, obviously, I worked as a server before, so I know that. Right. And then translating to it being more professional – you know as far as me being a manager like you know on the floor I'm dealing directly with the guests. people yeah. yeah directly with them not just my section of three or four tables exactly. I'm dealing with everybody the yeah, yeah 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 for sure when it comes to to go yeah to go orders the physical restaurant itself the bar the internal issues yeah. going on in the restaurant the bar uh man the parking lot sometimes you know wow. what I mean? like it, it, everything yeah you're dealing with a lot and mind you at the time when I was a manager I was like 22 years old yeah yeah, yeah. I was like 22 years old and so you still
1: young in, in general
0: yeah and so it was like a lot of people didn't really take it take me serious while I was doing it because they were like there's no way he's running his restaurant at he's,
1: 22 I mean, he's
0: 22 years old yeah you know and so um I did that um I worked at I managed six different locations. I oh wow! Uh, Coming, uh, worked in the kitchen as a kitchen manager, um, in which was like the overall goal. Um, What's and, your
1: favorite and, location,
0: man? <laughs> man, home store, Willowbrook, Willowbrook. That that's nineteen sixty. Yep, yeah. That's that's where it all started. Um, I tr- I get a chance to go back and go visit a lot of the staff that was there when I was there. They're still there. Mm-hmm. They have been there for like twenty plus years. You know, and they're still there. Yeah. You know, they're they're very well taken care of. Their families are taken care of. And that's one thing I can always respect about that company. They make sure that their employees are very well taken care of. Mm. Not just the employees, but their families. Their families as well. families as well. And so that's super cool, man. Um, but there was a day I just woke up and was just like, man, I'm not really sure if this is really what I want to do.
1: Yeah, I was just about to ask, how did you know that it was time to?
0: Man, it. I woke up, man. So my best friend, I, I tell this story a lot. You, you've heard this story mm-hmm. before. Um, my best friend went to Sam Houston. Uh, he was getting ready to, it was actually his birthday. It was his 22nd or 23rd birthday. Um, You know what? I'm sorry. No. It was like his 24th or 25th birthday or so, something like that. Yeah. Um, Went up there. They have this thing. It's called quarter night. So there's a bar. There's like a couple bars at the time. Mm-hmm. They offer a quarter night. So a quarter night is it's pretty self-explanatory. Any drink that you want is it's a, a quarter. quarter. So I go, you know, go celebrate with him. He's gonna graduate this right. time, like, and I'm like, cool. It's gonna be a ball. We're gonna have a time. <clears throat> go up there. I know nothing about DJ. <laughs> Not. Anything?
1: Not a button. Not like, a nothing. <laughs> I don't know what a
0: BPM. Yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what. Any. Of, I didn't even own a MacBook. Yeah. I literally had like the um the Lenovo computer, the one that would like <coughs> like flip into a tablet.
1: I remember though
0: the touchscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I had. <laughs> and so. I wanted um, one of those. It was, fire. It was a cool computer, yeah, bro. It was different at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really cool. You know, you would think Apple computers are a touchscreen now, but not or not, but it's cool. I like them.
1: Still cold. Still cold. Yeah.
0: But, so, I know nothing about DJing. Like, not the first thing ever. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm in the bar. I'm completely fried. Mm. Like, I slapped a $50 bill on the bar. Oh, you went told wild. The dude was like, yeah, he's like, you know, everything's a quarter. I said, I know. Just keep them coming, bro.
1: Oh, you went wild, I slapped the
0: 50 Now We had um, some of our boys were with us. They slapped 50 Now, Like, because we were in the service industry. You right. know what I'm saying? So we knew. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think we tipped the bartender, like, 400 bucks, bro. Yeah. Every drink's a quarter. That's 1,500 drinks. Right there Minimum 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 That's 1500 drinks There's not enough liquor In that bar for that For 1500 Facts Like
1: And y'all can't consume 1500 Yeah y'all can't consume 1500 dollars worth of drink Or 1500 drinks Excuse
0: me (laughs) My gosh That was such a bad night Yeah I bet it was a bad night But a really good night Um So My mom Apparently I called my mom (laughs) Well actually no So let's backtrack So We're like completely fried Mm -hmm. I'm like Man I'm like I don't know nothing about DJing. I know nothing about this. But I feel like that if I figured out how to do this, I, I would be really good at this mm. because I know music. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know where to start. What I didn't even push. know ASAP Rocky had a song at the time. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't remember what song. It was. But the line never made sense to me until I became a DJ. There was uh like a little interlude in the song, and then it was like, No, you know what? It was dark fantasy. And it it was like, right. You don't have no Yeezy in your Serato. Yeah. And I was like, What is like what is Serato?
1: I don't know what I is. have
0: no idea mm-hmm. what it is. So um, so apparently I was very, very intoxicated and I Googled cheap DJ controllers, and I bought like the cheapest one I could find, man. It was a Hercules controller. Any DJs that are listening to this, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, The Hercules controller. Um, it came with the box, it came with this like software, whatever. That was it wasn't Serato. It wasn't even like virtual DJ. It was like super weird stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. Like that's a beginner it, I, of beginners. Bro, like I'm talking like if if I had to like really name it, I couldn't could name I it could pugs. not tell you, like couldn't tell you the software. So apparently I ordered it. And I called my mom, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna be one of the best DJs I'll ever, do. That. Mind you, I'm completely wasted, drunk, completely wasted. Like, but they
1: say me. drunk tells, tell the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I'm completely drunk. Like, we're at Waterburger, my best friends. Like, we're we're like maybe like two, three minutes from his dorm, like or his apartment at the time, and so maybe like a couple weeks go by. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, my mom called. She's like, yo, you got a package at the house. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, what did I order? And what did I send? She was like, I said, just open it. She was like, it's like a DJ controller or something. I was like, bro, what? And so she was like, yeah. She said, man, like, when you were in Huntsville, you were, like, on the phone, like, talking about, yeah, I'm going to go, and I'm going to be one of the best DJs to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I said that? Me? me like i was like this doesn't even sound like something i was saying she was just like you You said it it. yeah and i was like okay so i go pick it up um you know i might mess around with it for like maybe like two three weeks put it down i'm just like yeah this ain't this is not not (laughs) so i'm you know still working at papa's at the time yeah i'm like yeah whatever so Uh, you know how you put things, you buy things, and then you put it down and Mm -hmm. forget about it. Then you come back and like,
1: oh, I forgot I had this. Mm -hmm.
0: So maybe like a couple months go by. Um, you know, I pick it up again, and I like still have the Lenovo. You know, kind of like mess with it or whatever. Eventually, I looked into um, pioneers. Mm. So I found um, a DDJ SB, which is like a entry, very entry level board. It's about two hundred fifty bucks. Bought it. I it's had a really bad. good yeah, I had a really good night uh bartending one night at uh Papacitos. Um and I bought the controller. Um I still didn't have a MacBook. but I was like my uh my best one of my best friends at the time. Well he's you know, we're still very, very close. Uh actually like man, we see each other all the time. Uh his name's Justin. Justin was like, Y'all just got a new Mac. I'm going sell my old one. And I was like Sell it to me. Yeah. So I'm like yo How,
1: how much, much?
0: <laughs> He was like man Take it for like 300 bucks You're lying I wish Give it to me Yeah Went Went to the career mm-hmm. I'm talking like Drove to his parents house Like He was there boom Dropped the money down Give it to he me Erased everything Yeah It's all yours And so Now I'm like Okay cool Got
1: now the I have, MacBook.
0: Now I have this controller Got the controller And now I have a Mac Mm now what boom i looked start reading all this stuff and they're like oh this is programs called serato now like, the the serato i was like that's what they were talking about mm-hmm. so i'm like okay cool serato is the dj software
1: mm-hmm. mind
0: you like i said i'm like
1: you're know, you're a novice
0: i don't know any." yeah you're a novice <clears throat> so i'm like okay cool mind you i'm still working you know, at CDOs and everything like that. So I subscribed to a record pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, BPM Supreme was like the first record pool I ever subscribed to. Now,
1: what is a record pool, bro?
0: Uh, so my best way to describe a record pool to uh, just the general public is basically a record pool is, uh, oh my gosh, LimeWire.
1: Okay, okay. In a
0: sense, yeah, LimeWire, yeah. but minus all the viruses.
1: Got you, got you.
0: <laughs> minus all the viruses uh, where we get, uh, different different tracks uh you have R&B tracks you have you know hip hop tracks you have your EDM remixes oh so you don't
1: have to necessarily go and look for it yourself it's right. given right i like it right. so i like this
0: it's like a giant library for sure now is everything going to be on there? No. absolutely not you know, some some of that stuff you're just going to have to go search for. for sure whether you're buying it off of iTunes or you know what i'm saying like finding different record pools um and all that so i subscribed to BPM Supreme it was about Fifteen bucks a month. That's,
1: That's not bad.
0: Not at all to have like unlimited downloads for or, sure. You know, so um, so I learned I learned what that was. Uh, eventually I started to kind of like organize music. I would watch a lot of YouTube videos, and I'm like a tactile, kinesthetic learner. So I learned by visual, yeah, like visual mm-hmm. and
1: by hands seeing on. it, yeah, and hands on, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way.
0: And so what happened with that was. I just watched a lot of YouTube videos, kind of started playing with it, figuring out, like, what BPMs were, um, song selections, um, you know, stuff like that. Like, I listened to all kinds of music, you know? I never really limited myself to one specific genre. Right. Hip-hop is where we're... Top tier. That's where we come from, you know? That's what we know. And I did that. And... um. Eventually, I, you know, recorded a mix jokingly, and sent it to um, Travis. And I was like, "Yo, boom! Listen to this!" Right. Listens to it. I put it on SoundCloud, and I wake up the next morning. It's like at like five, six thousand plays, and I'm like, "What the fuck, yeah, I was Like, "Yo, what the
1: fuck?" Yeah. Like,
0: mind you, Wasn't like expecting I said, this. this. Is the first time I've like ever done this. You know, my mom would be like, turn that shit off. Man. Right. <laughs> <You>
1: no, <know, laughs> nah, mama's like, thanks.
0: Yeah. But you know, had to practice and learn. Right. You know, and man, so Travis was like, yo, I think you might be on to something. Facts. You know, so um, I took that leap of faith, man. I, you know, I still worked for, you know, another year, um, another year or so. But in the time, I would go study DJs, like. I really wasn't the guy to go out to the clubs that much. I, I did half my runs. I'm not gonna lie to you. I went through like a bender. Mm-hmm. Like I was out, outside, like rock Boys. Out there. This was, this was before all the tequila, all that. Um, but Scott Summers is like my OG. Like, if you had to name the first DJ. That ever like took me wing. under his wing, yeah. Scott Summers, right? Like, Ladden Grammy producer, like, has Laddin Grammys under his belt, yeah. Like, he's not just you know the first DJ to like look, you know, take me under his wing. Like, Scott is actually like a friend of mine.
1: That's always you know, what you mean. I've need. been
0: friends with Scott, bro, since I was like 17, I'm 29 years old, right? You know, so you know, I was cool with the um the constructive criticism and everything like that. Scott really taught me a lot of Latin music, like EDM remixes, Latin music, things that I just really would never think I would even, like, need. need or want. Yeah, 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 And <clears throat> I took a lot of that so I remember, bro, my first club experience, like, never have I ever dj in front of anyone in my life. And Scott calls me, was like, yo, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, man, I'm at the crib. Pull up. And he was like, come open for me at Mercy. I was like.
1: Man, hey, Mercy Day. On a
0: Saturday, bro. I'm like, "Bro, it's like, like 600, 700 people in there. Yeah. Like, what? It's like, yeah, man, you got it. Come on. I'm going to be there. I'm going to come watch. It. He was like, I'm going to be there, support you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like. All right. Okay. He, was like, <laughs> he told me, he was like. it's exposure, not, no pay. I'm like, okay. Okay. So I go, completely fuck up.
1: Mm. What'd you (laughs) do wrong?
0: Oh man, it wasn't really anything specific that I did wrong. Just nervous? Yeah, I was very nervous. Mm -hmm. I never really, besides me speaking at my high school graduation, I don't think I've ever seen that many people. Right. Like, in a setting where it's, all eyes are legit
1: on, on you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm, you know, froze
1: up a little bit. I did. Yeah.
0: And it happens. There is definitely not an amount of alcohol that would have helped that. Yeah. You know, and especially uh, it being your first time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely got some, you know, some crazy looks. Some, oh, he doesn't, you know, what he is knows, he doing up yeah, there? Yeah, what is he yeah. doing? Uh, man, he don't need to come back. You know, fucking
1: like, up the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a
0: lot of that, man. A lot of that. Um, but I'm not one to let that type of stuff bother me. Um, you know, that I want the night to go smooth. But mm-hmm. Man, my grandma my grandma passed away when I was sixteen. Uh she always would tell me, you know, nothing worth having comes easy. Comes easy at all. You know, so that was that was a push that I needed. Personally, um, So I, you know, I took what Scott said. Scott put me on a lot of Latin music, a lot of things. Things that I could personally work on to go to the next step. Right. So I took that and I ran for about maybe like, man, maybe like a year. Maybe like a year. And eventually I started getting booked. Um, I got booked... Uh, there was a bar. Um, I had a friend a friend of mine's name was Pat. Pat was a photographer. Um, Pat knew these guys. They were like, yo, um, this NFL players having a like a little private, like, you know, a little private party or whatever at this bar downtown. It's on Main Street. It's called Casablanca. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know this story too. I was like, okay, I've never been there. I only knew Washington Avenue. You
1: know? Exactly. Like, I didn't
0: know Main Street, Main Street. was a thing. Like I, I It I, used like, to be. Yeah. Yeah, like, until I, it revived. Yeah. <laughs> like so I, I never knew. And so mm-hmm. um got the info um in which these guys became family. Um, Arnie, Josh, Javi, TK, you know, those guys like gave me that platform. I DJed, man, I was DJing for like maybe like 20, 30 minutes, bro. They were like, yo, like. Who's his kid? Yeah. You know, and so um they offered me a permanent spot. And, mm-hmm. you know, I started off and I was like I said, I was still working a job. So it was just like I was like, Oh yeah, man, you know, I'm cool. Y'all can pay me like, you know, $200, 250 you know, for four hours. I'm not tripping. You know, it was exposure and over the over those next years, bro, like we like legit built
1: relationships. Um, yeah. The
0: relationships, the clientele the bar. You know, and I'm all about that. For all sure. about building relationships because those can take you
1: to the next wh- place.
0: Yeah. They can um when Thomas has the
1: phone I remember getting either a call or text from Thomas. He was like, Bro, I'm about to become a DJ. I was like, Do it. Yeah. I think I was like I was like, do it, bro. Yep. And I was behind him 100%. Like, we were, it was even to the point I had like some graphics made for him because we were talking about graphics
0: Man, we were talking about and
1: everything. We were like, stuff, deep, deep. Okay. I was like, bro, just do it. Learn how you learn the craft, master it. And, yep. and then he was like, bro, I'm on that Casablanca. I was like, yeah, let's go. It was all to the races then. Yeah. And I, he was like, pull up. And I pulled up when I, because I was at the time, like you said, I wasn't going out to clubs and stuff like that. The girls were, were young still. So I pulled up one night. He was like, yeah, the crowd ain't. I remember, I remember like his criticism. He's like, man, the crowd ain't where, you know, where it should be. And then over time, I would see Thomas post on his story and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the crowd would continue to grow and continue to grow. Yep. The next weekend, continue to grow and grow and grow. I was like, oh.
0: And social media definitely played a huge part in that, for sure. Twitter, Twitter played a huge part, yeah, to that. Um, I was like thinking to myself, like, okay, how can I get my like fan base up past my friends mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like, that's the hard part and that is the absolute hardest part and you can't be really afraid to put out your you know put out your craft and everything like that i, I say that all the time and so i remember i would start putting out like just random videos mm-hmm. of me mixing out the crib i remember my mom, I would have my mom record them. That's how you're supposed come. to do it, yeah. <laughs> I would have my mom record them or or my brother, mm-hmm. you know, and record them. And there was, uh, there were a lot that went viral, like a lot uh, via Twitter, in which I remember, bro, I went from having, like, maybe, like, 900 followers on Twitter, at, on this account at the time, to a, like, close to, like, 3,000 in, like, a month or two. And I was just like, yo.
1: The power of social media.
0: Social media is insane. Like,
1: I remember you used to have your brother on there mixing. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yep, mm-hmm. I used
0: to teach my baby brother, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, the basics, you know, and and everything like that. Looking back at all of the stuff and, and everything that I've accomplished, because we would be here all day if we talked about bro, it. everything. It's
1: crazy, because I remember you were like, bro, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And we would just have Like good, mm-hmm. real talks He was like I was like bro You're gonna do it It's gonna happen You're gonna be at clubs Cause we would talk about All of this Like before it even Transpired And manifested He was like You gonna be a top club DJ We would talk We would just yeah, have Just talks like Normal Just conversations. normal conversations And seeing all this Transpire I was like dang Yeah We talked about this From the beginning And now He's like Top dog When you told me The other day like, <clears> That you like Top dog at, at Clutch I was like Ooh I read that, I said, oh, man, it's crazy.
0: Man, though man, I've had so many opportunities. Yeah. And I tell people all of the time, God is number Real. one. Mm-hmm. Number one. Got read. to. Any anything that you do can be taken away very quickly. Quick. Uh, very, very quickly. And a lot of people really forget where their blessings derive from. And I tell that to not just, you know, up and coming DJs. Um, I still consider myself, you know, I'm seven years, almost seven years in. And I tell them my foundation of everything that I do comes straight from God. Do mm-hmm. so I wish I could go to church every, every Sunday? Sunday, you know, take the time out to do the right things mm-hmm. all the time. But my thing, is I always want to leave a positive example for right. everybody that I touch, whether it is minor, mm-hmm. whether it is, like, gigantic. You know, I want to be able to pour out to what I didn't get. I had to, like, grind, bro, mm-hmm. like put in the time. And now I'm, you know, in a position to where I'm able to give people many opportunities. You know what I'm saying to grow, and I've never one thing about me, bro. And you and you know this as for as long as you know me, life changes and everything. I have never ever changed. Never, never.
1: I'm, I have. I'm always the same. Been but yeah, same, same person. Dude. I'm not gonna switch up on you, even if you switch up on me. I'm,
0: never. I'm gonna be the same dude. I have never ever changed the way that I operate, how I am, nothing like that, bro. Same Thomas. Not, yeah, not it's me. not in your blood. No, same Thomas. It's not. It's not me. Not at all. And I've developed so many relationships, man, with so many different DJs, man.
1: They, I remember Thomas saying, "Man, I want, I need that DJ, Mister Rogers, cosign."
0: Man. And now I look, <laughs> Rogers is my guy. That's man, your man. guy, uh, Salute, Mister Rogers, man.
1: That's my guy too, man. Mister Rogers and I go way, way back to Best Buy when I was working in two thousand and ten. He was like, man. Anybody working at Best Buy, I gave my man, got my man the discount on some DJ equipment. Mm-hmm. That's always been my guy. He's like, man, whatever club I'm DJing and you need to get in, just holler at me. I said, man.
0: DJ, DJ
1: Mr. Rogers.
0: DJ Mr. Rogers, man. That is one of... That that personally, he is my favorite DJ. Fact. Like, all-time favorite DJ. Yeah, he's one of mine. Definitely one of my... No, I'm sorry. Not one of mine. He is my favorite mm-hmm. DJ of all time. Um, They absolute great humanitarian he is a phenomenal father right it's not it's deeper than the music Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying like i know rogers on a personal level you know and everything like that um i know rogers on a personal level you know and i i admire what he's done not just in the game right
1: outside of it
0: outside Mm -hmm. of that when it comes to you know humanitarian work and there needs to be more people you know not just in our industry, but more people like that in the world. You know, the world is a very dark place. Of
1: course. But,
0: you know, and I've, I've developed relationships with numerous DJs, man. Uh, DJ McDaniels. Is Shout out McDaniels. One of my best friends, bro. Like not even just a DJ. He is one of my all time best friends. Um, Jay Stone, what
1: up, oh, Jay Stone?
0: My gosh, uh, Q Hollick. that
1: bro. nigga's hilarious. <laughs> that nigga, Jay Stone, is hilarious. Every time I see him,
0: Stone is a character, bro.
1: Character, dog. <laughs> Stone that is Stone character. is a
0: character, man. Stone took me under his wing uh, about three or four years into me DJing. Uh, oh my gosh, who else? Reggie, uh, Fly White, C Watts, um, Airy. Oh, my gosh. There's so many, bros. The DJ so community
1: many. is wide here in the city.
0: And I love it, man, because we're all friends. Yeah. it's There's no, like... No hate, no I'm animosity. Oh, I'm better than you. I'm bet No, it, it's not like that. We legit all do things as a collective. Yeah. Like, High C. I've listened to High C since I was a kid, bro, on the radio. Kiati has put me in Salute Positions, JQ. Yeah. Young Streets became one of my best friends. Like, I was at... His wedding, you know, like you know, and all all of the DJs in the city, bro. Like we are all we are all cool.
1: That's one thing I can say about the DJs here in the city compared to other cities is that they all stick together. Mm-hmm. They're all they they seem to be all on one of, one accord. No beef, like you said, no animosity, no hating, and no tearing each other down. Yeah, that's one thing I do love and respect. No, give me some some craziness that you've seen in the club. What's some crazy? Experiences, some crazy things as a DJ that you've seen in the club. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> man, um, I think one of the craziest things I've ever seen, like, like section culture is a thing, bro. Yeah. But I've never seen something like this in my life, man. And it was a, oh my gosh, I think it was a Tuesday night. <laughs> Like mind you, bro. I just say Tuesday.
1: This is first first of the week, start it's, of the it's week,
0: literally the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you, I think it was like Nigerian Independence Week or something like that, and we were at Rose Gold at the time, and I think oh Rose Gold, yeah, Rose Gold. We were at Rose Gold, bro, at the time, and <laughs> excuse me, um, I was opening. For, um, I think Young Streets was coming in like mm. midnight, man. And I've seen people pop like 10, 20 bottles in the club, bro. I've seen that like
1: on some like normal shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on just four hours in the club. Yeah, I've
0: seen that. I have never in my fucking life <laughs> seen somebody pop. 150 bottles.
1: Yes. Yo, wait. What?
0: They was... bro?
1: What, wait, wait. What time did this start at, Thomas? Please.
0: Brother, my brother. It was like 1030, bro. Club Close, closes at 2. It was at 1030, <sighs> bro. They brought out like 30 bottles per round. Mind you, bro. My set's over at midnight. Yeah. They're still bringing out... Bottles. bottles. I'm like... I ain't ever seen some shit like this in my life.
1: Was it like champagne or was it just everything? It
0: was champ it, cham- it was majority of champagne, but it was like it How was like a mix it was a mixture of like Moet's and Aces, bro. Never in my life seen this is before the Closet Azul wave. Was yeah. This was right this was the night the peak nineteen forty two era. Like, when 1942 was the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Before the Casa Azul. It was
0: before the Casa Azul. This was before Cosmigos. Like, I'm talking about Cozumigos existed, bro, but nobody knew what the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could get a bottle of that in the club for, for like, cheap, like, one feet mm-hmm. at the time. You know, I knew what it was. I'm a drinker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't just, like, drink what's. But I actually, like, Go and, like, taste it, you mm-hmm. know? And See so, what it tastes like. Yeah. I'm not just going to drink something
1: just because y'all say, yeah. oh, drink this.
0: Nah, like, I like legit taste it. I, you know, and a lot of people don't know. That's, like, from Texas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't really know, like, that distillery, like, you know, is here. And so, man, I had never in my life seen some shit like that.
1: <laughs> Wait, how many people were in this section,
0: bro? Bro, it, dog, <laughs> I don't even know, bro.
1: That's all I want to know. How many people were in this section yo, man? that you're ordering a hundred. And fifty bottles. Man,
0: God is my witness, man. I could call the specific girl <laughs> right now who was in that, who served that section. Whoever was Her name the- is Kelly. I can call Kelly right now, and she will tell you exactly that night. This was like four or five years ago.
1: She got paid that night. I
0: was like, yo, what? Like, I'm talking. It was like every song I play is just more bottles. I'm like, bro, all right, like. All right, that enough. was the wildest, and I'm not even drinking these bottles. Tonight. No, all like right, I'm, enough, bro. No, enough, and, and that's why I'm saying, bro. Their flex that night was like imm- immaculate, bro. Like they didn't drink half of it. I, I know they did them just pour it pour out, out it. on the rollies. I know, it's like, all right, bro. Like, and y'all. that's when I knew, bro. I was like, people really be having money to blow, blow. like just to blow, yeah. And that <sighs> that possibly, if not, was the craziest thing I've ever seen in the club. <laughs> Definitely one of them. Like,
1: what's your favorite club to play or have played?
0: Oh my gosh, man. I don't really have a favorite. Um, I love them all, yeah, for sure. I, I love They're them all different, all, I can imagine. It, I love them all because I don't just DJ hip hop and RB, I DJ mm-hmm. EDM, I DJ Spanish clubs, Latin, man. I shout out to all my Latin DJs, man. DJ One Six, Chico, Vala. Oh, my gosh, Scott, again. uh, See, these are names
1: you don't hear because, like, you sit there in the Latin It's a whole different
0: world, bro. Like, a whole different world that, you know what I'm saying, like, that people don't even know, man. J-Matt, oh, my gosh, Kilo. And they sound like they all cold. J-C, like, these are all, like, Latin DJs, and I I can keep naming them, bro, like, that that I work with personally, you know what I'm saying, that I know, and if, I have some questions on something, bro. Like, I'll be like, yo, like, there's a song and it sounds like this. this? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but boom. They're like, oh, this is probably it. And I play it and in my, you know, at the crib. And they're like, and I'm like, yeah, this is it. Thank you. Like, you know what I'm Easy. saying? And so we do a lot of trading off. I'll trade them off the the new hip hop, the stuff that's like really popping Yeah. Up. like everyone knows and they'll that, trade they you might, Latin. that they might not know. And then they give me the all the flavor. Latin stuff mm. that you know, and then shout out my my Nigerian DJs are the same way.
1: Mm, they give you that Nigerian yep. flavor. And that's what's really hot right now. I can Geoholic,
0: imagine Juholic, yeah, St. Nasty, uh oh my gosh, man, Oreo.
1: DJ oh Oreo. That's, DJ that's Oreo. a fire oh. name, DJ. Oh. <laughs> DJ Oreo is oh. a fire Temptation,
0: name. Temptation, Toey. Oh my gosh. Like there, there's, bro, there are so many different spectrums, bro. Like, and people just don't even know. Yeah. Like it, it's insane. I
1: yeah. can imagine that. Just like like you said, all the different flavors, all the different cultures, and then just Masterminds All together Yeah How do you do How do you come up with Like your set list Like how do you study And prepare And get yourself You know For different clubs Cause I know you're at Different clubs every night Of the weekend
0: Man (laughs) I actually don't Play the same music Yeah I can That's what I'm saying
1: I I bet you don't I
0: don't do the I don't do the uh, Like I don't plan out anything Yeah I just I read the room And I'm like all right, cool Like my whole thing Um I, you know, I get the, I get the, like, you know, let's let's get them to spend some money, like, you know, I got my, you know, I got my trap people in here, yeah. I got these people in here. Let me let me set it satisfied. I'm a satisfied mm-hmm. man, but the bread and butter of clubs, and anybody who is listening to this, I'm, I'm telling you, women. Mm. Men come in the club. They see what these they see women are the see what the women on. Mm. Men want to... They going to flex, bro. They going to buy the bottles. They going to do it, bro. I'm telling you. The women going to be oh, all bad. All right. You Bro, I this. will cater to women... More
1: than the Majority dudes.
0: of the time, bro. Like You know what I'm saying? Because... Women
1: do buy. They're
0: going them. to send... They are going to go. hmm People I, don't understand that. And I love to see women come in the club. Just all women... In they section and buy old out. man,
1: yeah,
0: and they, they buy in bottles mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying? They and they turning up to whatever. I'm talking Glorilla, City Girls, Future, and they, just ba- they, fun. they they having a ton, you know, and it's like I've noticed the older music sticks so much more, bro. Yeah. Than, than the new stuff. And don't get me wrong. The new music is dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dope, it's catchy. It just don't have that, that feel, that, that yeah, appeal. That 2012, like, 2011 through, like, 17, bro. Oh, my god, Goes off. Yeah, insane. What's what's hot in the club right now,
1: song-wise, to oh you? Oh, my gosh, That man. you see just people just go stupid to.
0: Anything Glorilla. Yeah? Glorilla anything got it? Glorilla, man. Anything, F-R-E-E. Anything. anything like... Tomorrow, too, yeah, is like a mosh pit for women. Interesting. It's insane, bro. Interesting. Glorilla's music is so universal, I feel person Like, I, as a male, would rap her music, like, legit, mm. like, in my car. That's I legit, weird. legit would rap, uh legit rap, you know. Rap her music in my car Like it, <laughs> She's like a lyricist Yeah you know? She's not rapping about
1: Her vagina Like yeah Yeah You that's know what I'm, I'm talking like, about.
0: I'm like I love that Yeah You know Glow Real is really hot in the club Little Baby's hot Okay Um, Future Gucci Like you know what I'm saying The regulars Gucci, the re- mm-hmm. Like Yeah you know And then You know You have a <coughs> Artist Houston's a really big tourist attraction And so Knowing what artists are popping in everybody's city mm-hmm. is a huge thing. Like I'm talking like, you know, you have Chicago coming here. There's Chief Keefe, mm-hmm. Dirt, mm. Lil' Bibby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like who's playing Vaughn? Who's playing Lil' Bibby? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Nobody's <laughs> playing Bibby.
0: Like, I'll play Bibby in the Chicago people Herbo. Herbo. Like. Little herb, yeah. Nig herb, little like, herb. I'm rolling, I'm yeah. rolling, I'm rolling. Yeah, I'm rolling. yeah, I'm rolling. yeah like, facts. You know, um, dang Detroit. You know, you got Peasy He's mm-hmm. hot, bro. Um, Vezzo, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, who else? Babyface, T- babyface, Ray, Baby Ray mm-hmm. T Grizzly. Um, man. <laughs> so
1: you go basically by different. You know the people that they might be in, in the, the club in the club, city. Man, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I go on
0: the mic. I'm like, what CD's in here? Bro? Yeah, I start saying C like, bro, that. like, like South Carolina in there, bro. I'm playing Young Scooter, like mm. Young Scooter from South Carolina. Sucks. Like, I for the longest thought he was from Atlanta. Yeah, I me legit too. Thought he was from Atlanta, and I was like, I'm like, bro, he's from South Carolina, bet. You know what I'm saying? In so there. boom, like South Carolina's in the building. Yeah, you know West Coast in the building. Of course, like you got the OGs in there. You got Tupac. You got Snoop. Man, you got Blast. You got Beano. You got YG. You know what I'm I saying? You and, playing Blast
1: and Beano in the yeah, club? See niggas got, be sleeping on Blast and Beano.
0: Nah, bro. Blue, mm. uh, blue, black. Uh, Look, I'm over here getting tongue twisted. The uh, Blue Bucks mm-hmm. land. Like, come on, man. Bay, Bay Area, you got Larry June.
1: Shout out June,
0: yeah, man. One of
1: my favorites.
0: Rod Rogers put us all on, bro. <laughs> Salute
1: June, man.
0: Rogers put us all on, Larry, man. Um, C. Watts too, yeah. Um, Dom Kennedy, you know, Kendrick. <sighs> Nostalgia, Omar, like, all that, man.
1: Nostalgia.
0: You know, then you go to Atlanta. That's your club. The, see, Boston, and that, that's Texas, all you, bro. All you gotta say
1: is Atlanta. Atlanta, that's it. Bro. Little
0: baby, Alabama. Atlanta, bro, I, can I can imagine. Jeezy, mm-hmm. Jeezy, Gucci, Migos, oh my gosh, little Baby, you got Future, um.
1: What's my boy that passed away that was, um, it's gonna hit me too. Not, take Off? Not Take no. Off. Oh, he died at the studio. Um, What's my boy? He had the little boy with him. All the time. Oh, what's my-, my trouble?
0: Uh, oh, oh my gosh, bank bankroll bankroll. bankroll, 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 fresh. Thank you. Um, yeah, man, all that it works, man. Yeah, it all. I gotta works. come.
1: I gotta come back out and see Thomas and his in his. You know. His uh, uh veteran status of DJing. I gotta come out man, and see I him, man. I still
0: don't even consider myself a vet. Man.
1: man, you you've been out there, like you said, for seven years. You yeah. you kinda vetting the game, man. I gotta come see I've been to Casablanca when you first started, so now I gotta I gotta come I come. I gotta brace myself for one of these major clubs one day. Oh yeah, man. man. You gotta come, man. Oh, gosh, Thomas gonna have me out here with the young kids. <laughs> oh man.
0: man, I man, uh, all the people who have played um uh, arts, you know, in in the career in my career, man, like I, I am very grateful to them all the time for sure. And um the A Life Hospi- <clears throat> excuse me, A Life Hospitality Group. Um, you know, that's Junior Martin, Jonathan, um, Ruth, the the GM of Prospect Park, man, um there that whole hospitality group has played a major part, man. I, I love those people um very, very much, man. Um uh, my clutch family, Allen um, Alan and I actually grew up together We're childhood friends Smart uh, very, We're childhood friends You know Um, You know My boy Martin Martin actually just recently Bought Standard Bar And turned it into A whole new bar Brought me in as well Uh, To flip the dynamic of everything
1: More relationships and networking mm-hmm.
0: and then, then,
1: Relationships is key folks
0: Yeah man Like I said Casa You know like I've, I've been around So many different types of people man like um like i said kiati you know rogers mcdaniel stone Q Hollick, like c Watts, airy i'm around around them you know what i'm saying like, just learning and these aren't just djs nope we, we legitimately are friends like like we all hang out like type stuff like we'll, we'll, i see
1: you and stone all the, uh, together all the time yeah mm-hmm. ian,
0: ian's another one man ian ian uh ian was a. Uh, our sound and light engineer, man, back in, when I worked uh when I worked with Sticky Promo, you know, shout out Jr too, man. Jr played a huge part in, in, in a lot of stuff as well. Ian taught me a lot of ins and outs. Um he used to make fun of me uh, <laughs> when I first um uh, started to learn how to talk on the mic. See? And
1: that's key.
0: <laughs> that was that was definitely one of my uh big um big struggles with that. I can imagine presence, man. Yeah. I can imagine, like, you're talking to a room full of strangers.
1: Right? Exactly.
0: No, you have. No, it's no, hard. No idea, man, of like who's in the room, like what to say. Like, are these people gonna laugh? Exactly. At you? Like, you know, it's hard. I mean? Like, you have no idea, man, and and it, it's dope. It's dope, man. Um, sometimes you know I'm at home, man, and I legit like shed tears because I remember mm-hmm. talking about
1: this having these you conversations know, having
0: conversations yeah. with you with mm-hmm. my mom, with my dad my stepmom you know and, and now it's coming to fruition and there's so and, and there's so many people man that that support me man um brianna has been around me since the beginning man like you know and it's cool to have somebody who actually Stood down right there, Mm -hmm. stayed, you know, stayed with me through, you know, a lot of like the bullshit, you know, and stayed down, you know, and supported, you know what I'm saying, and like encouraged me even when there was times where I just didn't want to do it.
1: Listen, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. understand, man. So,
0: and it's really cool to have people like that, man. You know, uh, my friends, my family, they're the same way, man. Super dope. Good Super super That's good. the best part Having Definitely. people
1: support you At all times exactly, man
0: Exactly man And like I said Foundation is God man. That's it There there. I would be Nothing Nothing like Without the Lord Without I'm the same God.
1: way I'm yeah, the same way man. bro I
0: am not afraid To tell anyone Or to share my faith That's man. it At all
1: That's what you That's what you gotta be Uh, uh Most Most Stand upon I gotta This is my faith This that, is me That's what I believe mm-hmm. And like You know, you can,
0: I, I, my, my job is to tell you Mm -hmm. that
1: only for you to, to take heed and and
0: if you choose to do, if you choose to follow that, that's, that's, that's on you. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's on you. All I can
1: do is tell you. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's
0: what, that's what the Bible said. That's it. You know, is that we're, you know, we're. Here to give the message.
1: That's it. Witness you know? to people.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's how that's how I go about things, man. Like like I said, I'm you know I've always been a very humble person. I've been through a lot, <laughs> a lot in life, you know. And like I said, we 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 would be here all day. Facts. We
1: you know? might have to do a part two. We could do that. We could definitely do. Yeah, we'll fit you in. I know you're, you're a busy man. Before we get Thomas out of here, man, I want to pre Thank him. For coming in for episode 111, I'm going to get let him give all this information where you can reach out to him, yep. book him, and all that good stuff. Because I know the people in here, they're trying to get me out of here, man. So let, I'm going to let my man give all this information out right oh, now.
0: Oh, man. Uh, man, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, uh, pretty much all social media is going to be Thomas the Square, all one word. Uh, my email is ThomasTheSquare at gmail.com. You guys want to get in touch with me, artists, um, producers, we can work. Um, that's same thing for booking info, everything like that, man. So don't be afraid. I am open to hearing everybody. Germ, I love you. I appreciate you for having me, too. Thomas,
1: I love you, too, dog. you my brother, man. we going to kick it. Four flats on the Cadillac, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. As always, sorry for my brief absence, but I get my man his, his time to shine. As always, man, you got some dope people like Thomas that you think I should interview. Send them to my email, 2 boys at gmail.com. That's the number two, W-E-S-S-B-O-Y-Z. Uh, follow me everywhere. Uh, Twitter, you got to put W-T-H, but everywhere else is W-I-T-H, one-on-one with Germ. Um, the Polo King, if you want to reach my personal. Oh, really? uh, the, me- that. <laughs> 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 the media blog, January 28th, the Winter Collection. We'll be back. We back to work, man. 10 of the... Uh, Is it ten, nine or 10 of the dopest artists. Nine or 10. But you're going to get in, you're in for a show from five to 10. Uh, We're going to have some fun. Tickets $15. The link for tickets will be in my bio, or you can get them at the door, January 28th, the Media Block. Mm -hmm. Hit us up, man. You might see Thomas on episode 112. Who knows, man? Till the next time. Stay positive, pray, blessings and manifest. Peace.
0: My brother, thank you, man. Of course, man. Of course, man. Look, we I'm telling you, man, we would have been up here for some sure. hours, man. <laughs>